Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through the legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass, the Phantom Hourglass or Phantom Hourglass. I always get mixed up on those articles, um, uh, like where they put them in the titles and stuff like that, like A or the or whatever, because it's not necessarily consistent. Like, you know, anyway, yeah. it, it, it feels <laughs> like this is something that should be the Phantom Hourglass, but we already have the Legend of Zelda and like. They're like, I don't know if we can double up the thes. Legend of Zelda, a Phantom Hourglass? Yeah, does anybody have the box of the cartridge in front of them somewhere that um, we can, we can I, double check this? Yeah, one second. Okay. <laughs> this is important. Gotta go back to the tapes. I mean, I, I, mean, I know what it is. It, it's Phantom Hourglass, but that's, that's why I was saying, I mean, yeah, yeah. Right here, it is Phantom Hourglass. It is, yeah. That, right. That's why I was saying, like, you, you yeah. well, no, it's backwards. <laughs> that's why I was saying it should be the Phantom Hourglass, but we already have the Legend of Zelda, so it doesn't stop some writers. Anyway, in the last episode, we collected two medals. In this episode, we're collecting <laughs> the third medal. Did we to... just say Bill did something good? <laughs> uh, sure, that doesn't stop some writers. Bill did something hey, good for once. Bill, uh, Bill's great. We love <laughs> Bill here. But we only bring it up when he fails. But yes. But in general, we love him. Yes. If it wasn't true. for him, we would have to learn another language. Uh, so we have our second medal. And as Brian said in the last episode, you talk to those those creatures and they're just like, cool. Bye. Why are you uh, still we do here? Get, we get stopped by a guy that basically says, uh, just cleaning up cleaning up some quote-unquote loose ends, where he's like, I was the guy that was kidnapped and was replaced by the creature that you found, and when you did everything you did, it opened me opened the jail cell that I was up, that I was in, and freed me. There you go. That's you can it. leave the island now. That's it. Um, don't ask any more questions. Yeah. But nothing doesn't bring up, you know, any policy that uh, is going to be enacted because of this or any. No, no, just just get out of here. There's one guy on the island who's like, maybe the Ukes have it bad too. Like maybe they have some shred of, you know, worth or you know, internal value, intrinsic value. But uh, just maybe. We can go look around this island uh, if you do talk to. If you talk to one of them there with using the claw shot going up to him, he mentions that every single one of them keep treasure buried in front of the sign in front of their house. I was able to sweep up like 700 rupees uh, by going around and digging up a bunch of holes. 
I don't necessarily need those rupees, especially mm. after this episode. I'm just like, where's where's the end? <laughs> yeah, I I'm not necessarily looking for things to spend money on at this point. Um, I mean, but I you could out do the that. Uh, the 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 special beetle ship, which I have not found him to, yet, which brought me down to like fifteen hundred. Did you get a, a heart, I assume? Yes, a heart. Uh, a, I mean, I bought the ship part because it was like 600 There was another um, power wisdom gem, w- one of them. I don't remember which one. I think it was the courage gem, actually. So there, I named all three. Um, but yeah, uh, I also forgot about the whole guys and uh, ended up selling a couple of those rings uh much cheaper than I could have got. You know, I could have gotten a lot more for them. So what we really need to do is we need to get another map. And where do we get our maps? In a lot of places, but specifically if we need the the sea chart maps, um, we need to go to the Temple of the Ocean King, and we got to go deeper. And mm. uh, um, so now we have some more abilities and. There's a couple things that give us access to shortcuts, which is nice, mm-hmm. but it still requires us to like really explore those floors because when we were there last time, we may have left notes that didn't apply to the item that we had because we didn't fully realize what mm-hmm. abilities we were going to have at this point. Yeah, like um, like I I know the the grapple hook points just from remembering the game, but the bomb chew points, I wasn't paying attention to at all. The little holes in the ground. Uh, yeah. So I didn't, I did not consider that. I remember those just because I remember thinking when I saw them that we were going to shrink down and go through those. As right. opposed to having bomb chews. Just like breath of the wild too. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, there is, um, so there is a shortcut that requires you to tether two torches to make a spring to launch you up and it lets you go past collecting a key and doing all this stuff. So I missed that. Um, yeah, so my my saved time that I had originally that I mentioned before where you can save time to a certain point. It's very mm-hmm. in the grand scheme, it's not that far in, uh but it lets you do it, so why not? I was at like 2 minutes 40 is the amount oh. that I spend on that. I got that down to like one minute 20. So I was like, okay, cool. It paid off, I guess. Uh, so now when I got to go stuff. back here again, I got some more gems that I don't care about. Yeah. I'm not going to collect all 20 of any oh. of them. And they are going to give us a lot this episode. If you um, look for, well, sure. I didn't, I didn't replay the early floors, so. I, I did. Um, and yeah, I got a few gems. It said you used five and a half minutes to get to this point, And I was like, mm, I got another that that puts me at like 15 and change. I think I'll be OK. Yeah, but my original time was five minutes and change. And then I went back and got it down to a minute seven, I think. Um, yes. Nice. The thing that was annoying, though, is because there's one key I forgot to pick up. Like there was like there's a point where you can be up a key going into like after the the checkpoint. And so by forgetting that key, everything after the checkpoint is just that much more difficult, which is yeah. kind of stressful. Yeah, okay. We do have to get to a point where we have to do the three gym 
puzzle again. But we only have to do like half of it or like No, some you of still the stuff... have to collect all three gems. Well, yeah, but like some of the stuff is unlocked. Uh like there's not as much back and forth. And you um... Well, so we have since we have bomb chews now coming down into here, we can access certain switches that there there are like gates that actually have two switches to them that we can only reach one up until this point. Yeah. And now that with the bomb chews, we can hit a different switch that'll open it up earlier. So you can save time by staying in the purple glowing area that freezes time, send a bomb chew to an area to hit a switch. Yeah. And that opens up some other gate that would have taken you a whole other minute to do. Uh, now I would argue, I mean, for my play, I spent just as much time in here, even though my, my time, because I was more efficient in terms of like standing somewhere, I didn't actually eat up my quote unquote time still took me as much real life time to go through all of this stuff that I was doing before. Like it didn't really, I had to do the puzzles differently, but they didn't mm. make it like easier necessarily. I, just made I it felt different. like it was easier redoing this floor. It cuts out like a significant chunk of this floor, for me, or at least it did for me. I must have got distracted. It starts you on those moving uh, blocks, and you can really quickly sequence break something with the grappling hook uh, if you grapple to a, a, a chest, and that like starts you halfway through the puzzle practically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is it is you you do have to like kind of rework it, but I I I couldn't remember which order the gems went in and that was like the that took the most time of wait i need to put myself back into this puzzle how does this how is this going to work in and also i didn't know which parts i had sequence broken so yeah but i didn't well I felt like this I spent one, less time at least so originally when we went through that puzzle you had to go in a certain order of getting the gems mm -hmm. in this one you don't have to do that because we can easily get to other floors without having to go through yeah. the loops that we had to before uh, but then you still got to remember to what order to put them in, uh, which you, if you go into the next room, there's a skeleton that tells you a skeleton or a stone tablet. I'm not sure yeah. which one. It tells you the order you come back out. It takes you to the next area. But we, we learned that the last time we were here. And I didn't remember it. I didn't write it down. That's, the, well, that's well, I was going to say, no, I no, did but... not do a good job of writing down notes on this stuff at this point. Yeah. And it's just because I'm like, I don't care. And, you know, shame on me. You know, it's my own fault that I didn't have my notes on there properly. You also didn't need to use the correct order last time just because you, um, yes, yeah, you got what you needed. And right. I don't know about you guys, but as soon as I got what I needed, I left this <laughs> godforsaken dungeon. So, uh, yeah, I like, like I said, we learned about it last time, but uh, I was like, should I? No, there's absolutely no reason for me to do this and, and just left. Uh, now that we are at this new area. We're introduced to the the gold dark nuts, the even stronger dun, ones dun, now. Dun. Um, you can still shoot them in the back, just mm -hmm. like the others. Uh, but here's what they do: if you get caught, they can teleport to you, mm -hmm. and that sucks. And the sentries are—I know you guys didn't like them before, but they're a lot more annoying. Well, um, so I like interacting with them now because of bomb chews. Yes, uh, where I can send a bomb, bomb chew bomb at them and and blow them up. Bomb shoes um, are really useful for scouting out the floor. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I probably spent a lot longer on this than I should have, but that's because I was like mapping out a mapping out a lot of each floor once I got to it to figure out exactly what was going on. 
one fun thing we get to do on this first, let's call it the first floor of this of this new area, uh, you can roll a boulder into those gold dark nuts and kill them, and that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, uh, I'm you, glad you I accidentally to... did that on the first one because then I would have messed up the second one, or you know. Yeah, I wasted a lot of time on this one though because I kept I I would. So it goes in a pattern where basically you have to snake back and forth in this map in sort of a circular motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a part where you can get, you can dig up and it blows air up and you can go up on another level. And it lets you just reach, as far as I can tell, you can only just reach a gold pot in this part here. But at one point it, I did it and it launched me over the wall. So I had to walk all the way back around again. So that just <laughs> ate up more time and that was very annoying. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's also important to note that once you go up to a higher level, the Dark Nuts cannot teleport to you or yeah. really do anything. Or see you, know. you really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then, you know, we have a couple more floors. Puzzles, Dark Nuts. We got to hit switches, all that. I don't think there's ne- necessarily anything else to talk about with those ones. Um, no, the, the, one of them is just to, like, get to these four switches. Like, they're up here, find a way to them, you know, usually by using bombs to time out, uh, you know, or bomb choose to get, like, extra time to, like, make it to an objective or to get closer to something on an upper floor, because you can send bomb choose to the to a lower floor, so you can sit up on the top floor, like BC said, the bad guys can't really see you up there and just kind of snipe bad guys or hit switches or whatever with your bomb chew. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I've never loved bomb shoes so much <laughs> in a Zelda game. There's a couple items in here that are like, okay, it makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to have all this, it still doesn't negate the fact that there were a lot smarter things that they could have done with the overall design of this game yeah. to make it easier to get to these items. Yeah. But whatever, we've talked plenty about that. Uh, the the final uh, Triforce gem room is really. I don't know, boring. <laughs> it's just, it's really open. There's two phantoms walking around. Collect your gems. Yeah. It, it's weird that they, they're walking in a pattern in an open room. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that like in three different open rooms, but they, yeah. they only walk around the perimeter of it. It's, it's weird. Um, well, yeah. And it's like they... Um, it, they do the thing with the uh, what? What are they? The wiz robes too. Like every time you pick up one of the gems, a wiz robe appears. It yeah. just makes it more annoying, more than anything. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It, I uh, mean, it is kind of. I I do like now where instead of waiting for cycles, I'll just attract them. Be like, hey, I'm over here, chase me, and then I I duck into a hidden spot and then shoot them in the back and then I move on with my life. So that's a get, lot better get that, than just being afraid of them. Get that 30 seconds. Yeah. So we get the well, map. I mean, just with the phantoms, really. Not not even the wizards. Like, oh, that's, sure. That's, that's um, my tactic with the phantoms now. So we get the map, and we are ready to go to the next area, the final final quadrant of the Great Sea, or whatever this is. Great mm-hmm. Sea was in Wind Waker. This is like maybe uh, the Lesser Sea. <laughs> I'm I'm still um, disappointed in the lack of like fanfare for these last two quadrants because if you think about the first quadrant we got there was this whole thing about like 
there's the fog and the ghost ship and figuring it out like how are we going to get there like how are we going to reveal the actual chart and all this stuff and now it's just like all right you got a new thing go do the thing yep 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 yeah but, you know, uh, the beginning of the second act was like here's half the map this is crazy and then for the rest of it just yeah i mean i was i was sailing into it going oh i'm sure it's going to the the um, the kinds of bad guys that are going to spawn in on my ship are going to be just as delightful as the last i hate the sharks so much oh my I god hate them so much the sharks are so dumb now we have to deal with swarms of sharks that will you can't hit them with their bombs until they jump into the air. Yeah. Uh, but before they do that, they will come running at you. So you have to hop your ship over them. And I've, you'll, I'll be sworn by like three of them. So fortunately, uh, they get in front of you before they like come at you. At least they haven't been on mine. But it's still just it's just annoying. It's just so like I hate sailing i hate it so much mm-hmm. remember brian remember in wind waker remember when i was so happy about Episode getting on three? that boat yeah and just like <laughs> I, was, I loved it so much and, and even like, even uh, or at the end of episode two or something yeah oh my god even when i was ha- you know at some low points in wind waker i was still just like yeah but i love boating around that was like a steady I decline but the entire time everyone's just like mm, mm, but delicious going on your sailing. Boat's fun. So, um, anyways, we, we get to this new island, the, this new quadrant, and there are two islands that we can see. I, I think there's one hidden somewhere, maybe on there, maybe not. I don't remember. But uh, uh, there are two uh, that we can go to, uh, though the first one has a cyclone in front of it. You can see it on your map. So I just said, obviously, I'm not supposed to go there yet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was just clear to I, me. Mm, but uh, I went there anyway in case... Following uh, the recent trend of handheld Zelda gaming up to this point, uh, in case there was some stupid, uh, like, action trigger pixel I had to touch. Yeah. Just to make yeah. sure. Fortunately, no. Uh, we have to go to the other island, the Isle de la Muerte. Uh, the Isle of the Dead. And uh, this is, uh, in my opinion... This is where the dungeon starts. Like, um, yes, it, I, I actually like <laughs> how much this just whole quadrant is the dungeon. Um, you know, I, I don't care. It, it doesn't have really cool puzzles in it necessarily. It's kind of doing by the number stuff that we've been seeing, but it does start here. And I actually like the way that they kind of spread it out and we have to interact with different people to like keep us moving on there halfway or at least what i thought halfway through this whole final section of the episode i was pining for the for the tower for the the temple of the ocean king i was getting real tired of all of this by the end of this really? episode <laughs> yeah brian you are always going to be alone in this whenever uh, you talk about like just, oh man i wish i was back at the temple for any like, reason this is like, no just, absolutely this is not just sending up my my linear flags like i was like is this gonna end at some point is this ever going to end okay fine whatever i'll keep going sure so we we get into here and um basically you get there you find some things if you look at the map it looks like a face 
uh, for some reason. And we can Does find it? some clues. Yes, it's yeah. a face looking to the right. They 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 just, they talk about that. It's um, like a xenomorph, though. It's got like just this the back. It's an island. It's an island it face, enormous. man. <laughs> uh, it's like if that's uh, the face, then okay, all right, whatever. I did get confused because we get into an area where there is a note that says. It says like in in normal maps, north is up, and you know, east is right or whatever. Like they said something like that, mm-hmm. but I, that made me think like, okay, so I'm gonna have to think inverse on yeah, all this I, stuff. No. I wrote a I wrote a, uh, a compass with a new north on it based on what they were. I thought they were saying. Nope, and yeah, and not- then it, it, yeah, <laughs> then it turned out it's just like normal. <laughs> they were just trying to like describe. This face looking east. No, and that's they're, it. They're, they're describing yeah. the uh, uh, what do you call it? The the puzzle, like there's like the Lost Woods puzzle, is what they're talking about. That that's the uh, oh, because we have. Ah, so, okay, I guess is, is that is that what it's supposed to mean? Yeah, because they're supposed saying, to like, be saying like if you're... you go north, it's north, but like here, if you go north, it doesn't actually you just. Loops you it around, kicks you so. out south, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get that now. That's that's outsiders talking about the the physics of a of a lost woods. Yeah. Not anything that we actually need to be concerned about in terms of solving a puzzle. Yep. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thank you, BC. That yep. actually clears that up for me. I thought it was just some bad translation of something. No, I mean Bill, the way dropping the ball again. The way it's presented, it does sound like you're going to have to be like, oh, okay, this direction is going to be this or whatever but it's mm-hmm. just them being like i don't know how this yeah. island works it's weird yeah it it, it is not it is not conveyed in a clear way to the player it, it's kind of confusing we are given uh as we snake through here we're given some clues that tell us to go to the sacred tree on the king's chin and go this way west and this way north and that mm-hmm. gives us a hole that we can dig into and, you know, there, it, I did find what I, I was just saying, like, oh, it's the Chris Houlihan room uh, because you <laughs> fall down there and it's then the, there's like a, bo- a place you can bomb and then there's just rupees and stuff. It's the anti the Chris Houlihan room. Too, or is that a different one later with the uh, with the minus uh, rupees? I did not find those. I don't know. Where the minus. No, the oh, minus. Yeah, I found a room right at the beginning. OK, yeah, there's a hidden. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because the guy who writes that really confusing uh, note that we were just talking about also says he hasn't solved the puzzle in this room. And if you throw some bombs along one of the walls, you'll you'll blast open a uh, anti Houlihan room where there's keys everywhere. But there's a very thin pathway you have to stay on or you'll get some of the minus rupees. Uh, when you attack, or if you try to use your boomerang or grappling hook to kill Ooh. something, it will bring rupees back to you. Um, and if you Fun. make it, th- if you make it through that room, you get a bunch of uh, goodies. Yeah, it, as soon as like I was like trying to shoot the keys with um, my bow and arrow at first, and I was just like, all right, I give up. I'm using my boomerang. And then as soon as I threw it, I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. This oh no! <laughs> You're running from it. <laughs> no! I was like trying to like switch. I was like, maybe if I switch off with the boomerang or like I pull out another item, it won't actually yeah. come back to me. But no, it makes you like sit and watch 
as like you get if. every single like group <laughs> or negative rupee uh, and yep. it's just like it's like oh you got negative 10 rupees oh you got negative 10 rupees oh you got negative 50 rupees and you can see them like underneath links like you could just see them and i'm like i'm like the game's gonna crash like I'm gonna right keep right that's... rupees and the game's just gonna crash <laughs> Oh, fortunately, it didn't, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Well, fortunately, unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, we we go through this stuff. We we see a couple clues. It tell, there's a clue that says, like, shoot west of the king's eye or something like that. But it's like you go up there, and it's obvious there's a switch that you're going to want to hit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you didn't need to really tell me that, necessarily. Like, I'm not finding something invisible or anything. But there's a lot of things they don't need to tell you in this game that someone is standing nearby at all times to tell you. Yeah, not even you don't even have to like talk to them yourself. They'll just they'll stop you dead in your tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish that I wish they did more of the where that one guy said like, oh, hey, over here. And you could see the word bubble on the top screen mm-hmm. to signify that they had something important to say. Yeah. But like it was optional, right? That, that you could happened just run past like it, but all twice. But- one time yeah maybe twice yeah no you're right that's cool that that would they mm, yeah but but then sometimes it is it is like that because uh it's a a heap of dead guy who's got a blue light over him that sure you can go talk to him and get a hint the signs will give you a hint sometimes it's an npc who will like grab your you know sleeve and be like hey listen but you know there's always so, something somewhere. We solve all those puzzles, and we find our first ghost, the the fourth knight, Brant. Mm. Uh, Brant basically is asking, like, why are you here? Is there something going on? Uh, something wrong with the Ocean King? And you're just sort, and you just respond with, I think it's like, well, dot dot dot, or well. something like that. <laughs> you get like that choice to pick with the the well. dialogue. I think that's this point. Yeah, um, you can also tell him it's a secret. Yeah, I, I saw that option. I did not pick it. Um, but to everyone. Yeah, he, he gives you a, a special necklace that will help you get past the cyclone, is what he says. Yeah, he says yeah, it will yeah, calm yeah. it. So we're going to go and do that. Before we do, we're going to take a quick break. We'll get back. We'll go to the next island. Huzzah. On the Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast, catch us grumbling about the news every Monday on the Morning Dadcast, chatting with industry professionals, and most importantly, teaching our kids just how incredible or horrible 80s and 90s video game and pop culture truly was. All right, what else you got? The Sega Slingshot. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> the blast processing was really fast. Why can't knuckles fly even? Tide prawn dough. What does that even mean? Samurai Pizza Cats. Gabe, we almost named you Guido Anchovy. <laughs> Doing a Belvedere requires a set of low hangers. <laughs> right here on Greenlit. This is Snake. Hey, Snake, it's Sam. Who are you? Sam, from the brand new PlayStation podcast, Polygon Symphonies. Is that so? Yeah, it's a podcast that's exploring the PlayStation library. Impossible. Well, not really. Each week, we take a game play it and then we rank it in our grand list of games is that right yeah it's available on itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts 
I didn't mean to sound sarcastic. That's okay. Just check out Polygon Symphonies, the PlayStation podcast from the Greenlit Network. So, we're on our next island, the Isle of Ruins. Uh, this is the, the second half of this giant dungeon, as I am calling it. Uh, mm. This one, I, again, I like this. I thought this was interesting because uh, we get there and it is it is massive. This map is massive and it is the size of a dungeon. Like, that's why when I got into there, I was like, is this going to be the dungeon? Is that what this is like? It, it just felt that way to me, you know? Mm. What we have to deal with are a poop ton of like-likes. Yeah, what the hell? It is the worst. They're everywhere. I, <laughs> I had my uh, hook shot out the whole time, and I'm just, like, grabbing any rupees I see just to be like, is that going to trigger it? Is mm-hmm. that going to trigger it? Okay, okay. Because you can use that to hurt them, too. It takes, like, four hits, but I only want one weapon equipped. I only get one item equipped. So yeah. make it the best one so far, right? I am I was in the uh, that ocean horn state of mind where I'm just throwing bombs at everything. I mean that hey that's cool too. Bombs are yeah. great. <laughs> uh we have to deal with a lot of rolling rocks in here in mm-hmm. in throughout this which was infuriating because you could not it didn't have a pattern, you know? Uh and like they each of the the lanes of rocks that would bounce off the corners would go in like two different directions whenever yeah. they hit a corner, but it wasn't there wasn't a pattern to it. It just seemed to like do it. However, it's so really you weird. couldn't like find your pockets that you would normally find in these kind of games. You know, mm-hmm. you also get a lot of the the, the stopping and fighting uh, Zora. Are they the Zora warriors? The the big Moblin yeah. guys, but they're not Moblins mm-hmm. or whatever. They have a the sword and shield. Dudes, yeah, I guess they're the fish yeah. nuts. But big, like big old meat. green. Yeah, they uh they pop up a lot here. It's. Super fun, paced I, wonderfully Zora well. were bad guys in the first one, in the first Zelda, right? Yes, that's that true. Was, yes. They were one of the real enemies. Yeah. Yep. I guess these are Zora then. But uh, I don't. I don't know. I who knows? I I don't want to th- throw Zoras under the bus on this because, <laughs> like you know, in this world, Zoras uh, are long extinct. Uh, At least it if, seems. If we're following Wind Waker logic, if you want to can say that this happened after Wind Waker, Zoras are extinct. I think you could take the text of the Wind Waker and, and interpret it in a different way, whereas they had evolved alongside each other. But we just don't see them anymore. <laughs> anyway, um, and we eventually the, the find through here calls them Zora Warrior, so that's why I said it. Oh. That's all. Oh, well, <laughs> you should have said that earlier and I would have been running my mouth. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. But we go through all this. We eventually find another ghost. We explain some of the stuff to him. He says, okay, I'll help you. I'll do that by extending a bridge. Um, you go mm-hmm. through all this stuff. You, you snake all around. Uh, you do hit a switch that then lowers the water. Uh, and 
then when you come out, it takes one area that nothing was really going on. You had to like hop from place to place and deal with mm-hmm. likes in the corners, but it lowers the water around it. And those places you're walking on now become walls for there that you then have to go through, find the stones, read like, I'm, I'm the third one. I'm the mm-hmm. fourth one. I'm the second one. And then get it in order to figure out the shape. Now I was waiting for, I did, do it all the way around twice because I was like, okay, I know what the pattern is. Let me go ahead and hit those in order to unlock whatever the thing is that I need. That's not how it worked. They just oh. wanted you to know the shape um, and take the shape with you. We haven't done this as much as you would think. You, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not like it's been a, 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 a repetitive thing where it would happen and I would assume, oh, they're just giving me a new shape to draw somewhere else. Yeah. Um, they, I'm, I'm, this is one of the first areas we go through the, the maze, like sections of the wall with the water everywhere. So I, I marked all of the stones with an X going through the first time. Cause I'm like, we're going to need to look at these later. Also, <laughs> yeah. did you know you can use the grappling hook on those stones? You can pull yourself. I did. To them. Yes. And yeah. if you do it when I, there's I learned... water around it, you'll drown yourself. Yes. So you can't do that here, but. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought they told you that you needed to come back to this spot. And this is much later too, after we have circumvented the whole island, um, or circumnavigated. I don't know. We don't go outside the, around, stupid, wrong use of a word. Uh, we get through most of bit of the island basically before we have to go back to do this. Um, this island has a lot, like all the parts are segmented where you can, you can get to the next spot, but if you drop off the ledge to go back to an area you were in before, you mm-hmm. have to then take the right path all the way around to get back out again. Um, except for when they want you to backtrack, which then they open up really uh, linear Wind Waker style shortcuts to dump you back to the spot where you easily need to get to. I've got something to complain about. Okay. In go. Wind Waker, Link knew how to swim. How did he forget how to swim? <laughs> because in this good one, point. he cannot swim at all. This is you touch water, you immediately drown. Better question is, how do you live on a boat and not be able to swim? How do you live in a water world and not know how to swim? It's like <laughs> One Piece rules. Like He gained the power of the Triforce, but he can't swim anymore. <laughs> can't touch water. Um, he's nothing but muscle at this point. I mean, because he's just been being a hero for two straight games so that he just sinks he just sinks in the water he doesn't he doesn't have his his hands are like balls yeah know? they're yeah. like because of the low polygons <laughs> you can't really get water underneath that they it were just, able just to render hands in wind waker on the 3ds doesn't have that capability no or ds 3ds <sighs> probably does in anyway, I needed to I needed to get that off my chest because that's oh, yeah, where no. that it really it really hit me in this last little section. That's true. Where I, I kept falling in that. water, and I'm like, wait a second, why Link could swim in the last game? He couldn't swim forever, but he could yeah. swim like all like all humans. We can't swim forever, wow. uh, but yeah, he can't now. So this this game cannot be a sequel to Wind Waker. No, it it's not. It's not. It can't. It's be. not. Like this, this has is, to be some other retelling of what I've been saying for 15 years. This is not a sequel. <laughs> <sighs> it's just not. Anyway, we we go through here. We put our shape in. 
Um, this this door did give us dots to connect this time, which was interesting. Yeah, that was cool. But uh, we do that, and then we get to go into Muto's Temple. Uh, and again, and we, we've talked to two other or three. No, three other. We've talked to all four of them by going around this island. They each unlock a bridge uh, I, or a yes, door. Is Muto the fourth? I thought something. I thought this is the, the fourth yeah. one teaches us about that. Yeah. And then the door leads to a long corridor where we fight more Zora warriors um, that leads to the entrance to the temple. Mm. Okay. Okay. But anyway, we get into this one. Uh, another, I don't know. Is there anything noteworthy before we get the item in this dungeon that really stuck out to you? This just felt like, especially after the last dungeon, just did not feel creative at all. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. I would say I, I did like that there was, you know, some continuity between, you know, speaking of this whole area as one big dungeon, technically. I enjoyed that there was continuity between you know, the Island of the Dead, the the Ruins Island, and, like, the actual dungeon and some of the themes. Like, you know, playing with the water level and all sure, that sort of yeah. stuff. There's continuity of enemies where, like, the Stalfos in here just... Uh, we didn't talk about that. Stalfos now. This is the new enemy mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, so the Stalfos here are just, like, advanced versions of the Stalfos outside. I just thought that was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've come across piles of skeletons before, but now that we're on the Island of the Dead... Uh, those skeletons come back to life and we have to fight them. And I like, mm-hmm. I, I like them except for the fact that there is like a 50, 50 chance that when you remove their head with your, uh, your hook shot thing, that it will damage you <laughs> because it'll get too close to you and you'll take a, <laughs> a bit of health off. It was very annoying. Yeah. It's like they let you use, uh, basically every trick that Zelda's used on to to defeat Stalfos in the past, like all of them are viable. That now, like you can throw bombs at them, you can hit them twice with your sword. Now you can use a grappling hook. I'm sure you could use the uh, hook shot before and a link to the past to pull their head to you or something. But yeah. yeah, everything's viable. Every strategy they've ever had is viable against them. I just use the boomerang because like they take so long to stand up. Did you have time to react to hit him with the boomerang and then you just have to slash their heads? So we okay. all do it differently, guys. Yeah, it, it seems that we do. Shout of the wild. I, I would like to say that I do like this I, I, I like this item before we before we get the item. Before we get the item though, there is a there are choices to be made, um, which is kind of nice. And uh yeah, we have to like use the switch, bomb a switch to bring up a bridge that's not there for very long. And so we have to like use the timed wick of the bomb to uh, give us a head start. But and then yeah, I multiple. use boomerangs. I use boomerangs and bomb chews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That works too. Well, the bomb chew I couldn't use on the second or one of them because I couldn't get it across the, no, the, you can't get it across the moving platforms, the, the moving blocks. Yeah. But, um, and then the other path, one of the one of the paths has two different ways you could take. One of them uh, has a fake floor, but you know you can. No, there's there's a bunch of fake fake floors all over yeah. that one. Maybe you just yeah. missed the. There's like four on that floor alone, mm-hmm. and I thought it, you see a sign just beforehand where it was just like, "Be careful, there are traps in here." And then I kept falling in these holes over and over again. I was like, "Yes, there are traps in here." 
Yeah, it's and and then the first sign is like, oh, the per like the, I forget how they say it, but they basically say the shortcut is faster. So, I found the bombable wall, and then that's just mm-hmm. what I did. But yeah. I also assumed that on the other side there was a shortcut. So I was like, what is the shortcut that I'm not finding on this other side? Uh-huh. <laughs> Where's uh-huh. the long cut? Yeah, <laughs> or you thought you were on the long cut? Yeah. So, uh, as as Brian was saying, the the item that we get here is the hammer, also, not the hammer of Muto, not like magical hammer. It's a hammer, but it is a magical hammer. It's actually it's, a super impressive weapon. It is um, so fun. Uh, it's it's also further proof that we're not playing as Link in this game. We're playing as Chella because she's the one running around with the hammer. Well, I'm playing as whatever the red fairy is. So, well, me too. But yeah. <laughs> but yes. So, with this hammer, I think when the hammer's out, though, it it actually brings the yellow spirit up when you move it around. It, I think it brings Jealous Sprite spirit up. Either way, uh, so when you use the hammer, you can almost tap. It has to be you have to have Link's line of sight. But as long as he can see it on the screen, you can just bring a hammer down on an enemy. And it just, like, mm. is immediate. And it is so funny fighting the Staphos now where, like, you just see them and you just tap on them and they explode. <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's, cool. It's why the advanced ones are here, because they, they rush you, um, which is about the only thing they can do when you have a magical, uh, om- like, omnipresent hammer. It's just like that's everywhere at once. So I we we have interacted with two different kinds of things. We've come across them. Maybe maybe you didn't notice one of them before we got into this dungeon, but there are like ancient switches that are like let's say rusted. Let's call them rusted switches. We saw one of them in the temple of the ocean. You, yes. Yes. Uh you you could have like easily ran past it. Uh it's like in a corner somewhere. Or you could have um, marked it on your map for next time. I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he says now. But we also came across these things that, like, beforehand, I don't know how I would have described these plates on the floor. Yeah. They, they're like these these rectangular plates with with footprints on one side and then a circle on the other. Now that we have the hammer... It clicked immediately, but beforehand, I was like, I don't know what this thing is. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. The first time you see one, it's half submerged, so you only see the circular plate. And in my head, I was like, spinner? Are we getting a spinner? Is a spinner going to be in this game? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you could draw the path of it? Oh, man. So I Uh, saw him in the Temple of the Ocean King first. There's a path that you could have gone down... Yeah, that it was basically a dead end uh, at that time that we were there. Right, but you can. That's when I first saw them, and was just like, I, I have no idea what I'm going to get to interact with this thing in the ground right now. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the final item was. Uh, I, I was getting like uh, Flintstone vibes from this because it was like carved out of stone and had bare footprints on it, and I'm just like, is this a, is this their car? Also, I'm really glad to know this is the final item because 
my item screen filled up and I thought there was going to be a point where you would have to scroll to the next page. And it was just <laughs> anxiety. Like, no. Changing items is already difficult enough. One of the puzzles that we're introduced to in here using the hammer are, I just call the lights out puzzles. Yeah. Uh, because there was a game in the 90s called Lights Out that you just press the button and then the squares around it would change colors. And your goal was to either get like everything all lit up or everything all shut off. Uh, the, and... uh, the, the Othello puzzle. Mm-hmm. Sure. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where we are given uh, a pattern on the ground that is either red or blue and we got to turn everything blue. And so whenever you hit whatever space that you hit, the surrounding spaces will flip to the other color and they'll invert it. And you have to figure that stuff out. Fortunately, you can hit outside of the, the play field too. So you can just easily hit a corner somewhere and just change something that way. You, you can also stand on a square that you don't want to flip. Oh, mm. and that makes it, it like these these once you, once you do that it's like all right um doop doop do do okay this is done let's go like every single puzzle after the first one when i was like what do they want from me every single one of these afterward was just like these are these are nothing uh we do have some more raising and lowering water puzzles yeah which again they okay we get a theme we were we were showed this earlier on about raising and lowering the water and we continue that theme throughout it Cool. I like it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to argue about like, oh, is it actually fun to do? I'm just saying a design perspective. They told us about it before and we have a new puzzle involved with it. It's a little more complicated. That's how you do it. Don't just hand, hold our hands and say, do this, do this, do this. But do something else that's just like, well, you already we've talked about this before, so you should be able to figure it out. And I mean, it also fits with the whole ruined kingdom aspect because it's like, oh, it was this great civilization. Now it's just like flooded out ruins and temples okay Mm -hmm. makes sense that we're gonna have to manipulate the water level so this this would have been really great if it were just one open room and you had to figure out at which point you needed the water raised or lowered to get to certain sections of the room instead of what it is is just keep moving forward. Um, there really isn't a reason for you to go back. You can. You can get yourself, you know, stuck in old areas or or whatever. It's the same kind of thing with the outside area where you can go backward, but then you'll have to do the intended path again to get back to the end of the section and move on to the next part of the room. Um, yeah. I want to I say you you said something there that made me think if we got a Zelda game that took the aspect of drawing on the map and doing all that and blew it out where we had one, a dungeon was one giant map that we could see overhead that we had to, we had to figure out as we were going we had a touch screen capability. Something you could do on the switch, you know, with a higher res screen that you can see more things on there. That could be interesting because they did that. There was a Castlevania game that did that on 360 where you were given a giant map that you could like zoom yes. in and out of at any we time. We need to play that game because I think it's on PlayStation. And it I've might always be. wanted to play that game with other people and I've never gotten to. Um, who knows? We'll, we'll look into it maybe. All right. Um, but j- just a thought I'd throw out, you know, if yeah. they did it, there's a chance I still wouldn't like it. But <clears throat> it's something different. 
I, I I thought that's what the promise of Breath of the Wild was on the Wii U was the was the you know Wii U greatest system of all time uh, had the 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 gamepad that you could interact with the map and like the back and forth there was was supposed to be a main feature of it before hey this thing isn't selling because we suck. And uh, we got to move this to the Switch, and we sort of have to start taking out some of these things we've talked about in public about this game. Um, but yeah, I, th- there was going to be... I wanted to... Like I said, I like drawing on the map. I just don't think they use it well here. And I don't Absolutely think not. it's a bad mechanic or at all. I think it's actually pretty great. Anyway... So we go through the dungeon. We come across some fun areas with the hammer that they kind of just they they want us to just go wild with it. Where we go, pat there. There's a quarter near the end after we get the key that there are just just a bunch of staffos lining the sides that you're just supposed to like take your hammer and just like smash, 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 and it's fun. That's it's fun. Really cathartic. <laughs> this is the most we've had to do with the key. Again, like we, I said it episode two that i i got the feeling we were going to do more and more fortunately they did not stretch it out as long as i was dreading that they would yes but this still is like the longest we've had to take the key because you have to carry the key onto a platform that then will move but then you i needed to clear out all the staff house beforehand because when i put it down it started the key started blinking it did like the you know oh it's about to disappear or something on me mm-hmm. BC, did that not happen to you? No, it, did, it you can leave it. Yeah, you can leave it. It might be... So what did happen the first time is I got knocked off the platform, and then the platform started blinking and disappeared. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe that's what I'm mixing up with. Yeah, I think uh, I'm confused no, with that. I got knocked off the platform, which did not make it disappear. And this is when I was... I, was, I went back into this room for something, touched the platform, got killed and was like all right i don't actually need to be in this room so i went back to what i was doing and that stopped the platform on the opposite side of when you come back into this room with the key which meant i had to actually backtrack um for some crap uh (laughs) back through half of this half of this uh entire floor to get to the door that was on the other side of this uh, moving block thing just to unstuck it from the wall and grab the key again <laughs> great it is good to know that if you uh if the key falls into the abyss it will uh float back to you so okay good to know i'm not that mean i was expecting them to be that mean so we get to the boss eox ancient stone soldier i I thought I was doing something wrong for a while on this. Yeah. Because I thought I knew exactly what to do, but the game would not register it. Um, And I looked it up and it was just like, no, do what you originally thought, but just do it this time. And I'm like, I, I got so upset. Um, So but just be good this time. Brian, can you destroy? Can you describe Eox for us? Yeah, he is a giant letdown. 
Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> no. I just I I like the last boss fight a lot, and I was like, yeah, this one's okay. Uh, okay, so he's a giant wooden guy. Um, and there's four spots around him that are those little barefoot spots, and and uh, he's a uh, BC. You you got upset when I said that. You want to describe him? Yeah, I, I had so much fun with this boss. Um, okay. So first of all, he looks like a reaver bot from uh, Mega Man Legends. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And and so he's this gigantic robot with all these uh, and plungers isn't the word. He has these like little pedestals. Buttons. Like, targets all around him. So the idea is you go to one of the springs, you fly up into the air, and as you're in the air, you have to hammer the different pedestals on his body parts to break them apart. Um, mm-hmm. So once you do that, like once you go through and break off all of his armor, um, then he has four or five more um, uh, spots that show up. And so the idea is you have to spring into the air and then hit all of those in succession to like break him apart. And, and so once he crumbles go. to the ground, then he's just like spinning around as a head shooting arrows at you. And then the final thing is you have to jump on top of him with the springs and then slash the crystal at the top of his head to kill him. Um, mm. So I just wailed on it with a hammer. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Step number one was not working for me. I would launch myself up in the air and I kept like tapping on the stuff and I didn't get a reaction. You're tapping on and the wrong ones. I, it was, it just was not the hand. I would see a hammer and it just, but nothing reacted to it. And I tried that like two different times and it wasn't doing it. And so I kept running around being like, all right, do I need to hit the, hit the spring when he brings his fist down to like make him punch himself or that's, something like that in order to That's what him? I was working with at the beginning. That, that's, that was my first theory was I have to like, uh, attract his attack is this, his big pounding fist and, uh, and hit it back at him. But no, you have to jump in the air and, and you can't, uh, some of the spots that you have to hammer, you have to be like on the right side of him because he is a big 3d model and he will turn and spin towards you. It, very much like a giant reaver bot fight. Yeah, that's really true. Um, uh, so yeah, if you're not at the right side or if he's not turned away from you at the right way, some of them you can't hit. Uh the ones on like his chest and like his front legs were the first ones you could take out while facing him directly, but you had to get him to move around for a little bit, which was awkward, but it, it, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I, I yeah, I would say the one thing I had difficulty with was the spot directly on the back of his head. Um Yeah. Because it, if it's you at circle the very top, him, you don't get launched up high enough for it to be front and center right so like you you i i had the same problem where i launched myself up and the button only was like clearing the very top of my screen and it's like i could only hit it like one time maybe yeah just a just a little bit yeah the other thing is that if you if you walk around behind him he eventually loses track of you and he stops for a Mm -hmm. second which gives you more time to hit his back but in doing so, he's looking around for you. So the button on the back of his head goes in and out of view because he's going side to side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. Uh, I, in fact, while I, now, that you, yeah, while I was fighting, I, I kept running under his legs, which reminded me of um, when we're in the 
it's not a subgate, but it's it's uh I think it's Teasel's last fight with us in, in Legends One where we go into that building where like BC you thought that like I just need to save and get out of here or whatever, and you like walk in the wrong door and like start a cutscene for a giant battle that ruins yep. a whole town, like ruins the whole underground town. Mm-hmm. The, how I beat that was by running under his legs back and forth, so that I wasn't just getting chased around the entire city. So yeah, I was thinking about that as I ran under this guy's legs. Yeah. So we go through all that. We beat him. Like it was the, the final thing on top. Jumping on top of his head was a little annoying. I to get it right the first few times, I could. I just kept missing. I'm like, am I doing something wrong? And no, you just had to wait for him to get kind of close, and hopefully, he's in the range of where you'll land. The second time I launched myself up there, I kept bouncing a little bit. I hit a corner, and Link <laughs> just sort of like bounced a bit before he was like yeah i'm landed on top of it now so it was it was strange is it like in uh, the 64 ones when you like barely step off of an edge and it's like and then kind you fall of, off yeah, yeah 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 so we beat eox we get our heart container we get our final medal and the ghost of muto shows up and basically just says like Thank you for doing this and all that. Or not really thanking you, just being like, you are have proven yourself worthy enough. Here is the the medal that you are looking for. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he says that uh, he thanks us for making everything quiet again. <laughs> it's like, oh, all thanks. Right. All those evil things were just like really harsh in my vibe. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's kind of quiet now. So that's cool. I can go back to my Sudoku. So, with that, we're wrapping up this episode. In the next episode, we're going to beat this game and we're going to be done with it. All right. Until we start Spirit Tracks. <laughs> have have fun with the final boss, everyone. Uh, yeah, go back to the Temple of the Ocean King. Go down deeper, I, I assume. And there you go. Best of luck to you. When in doubt. Go deeper. Oh, <laughs> do all that, and we we will meet back here and talk about it on Chat of the Wild. <laughs>